Episode 11, The Road Not Taken. They say revenge is a dish best served cold, and you can't get much colder than dead. Am I gonna die? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, take a bowl, indeed. Sorry, what I meant was episode 11, the one where Freya dies. <laughs> Please, no, I'm not ready Huge yet. pressure on this episode now. Yeah, I know, I'm sweaty. I'm worried. Uh, welcome back to Girls Who Don't D&D, and thank you for still being part of our journey. From all around the world, you've been choosing to listen to us from, and I'm going to list a few people uh, and a few different places. Hey to Troy from Merrill in Wisconsin. Another hey to someone who has been there since pretty close to our first episode, and that's Professor Lauren. Um, I may have just promoted her. Uh, in the meantime, if she's not a professor, storm right into that office and you tell them right now. <laughs> you deserve a promotion. Uh, a shout out to a guy called Jay for retweeting us and then giving me this great cosmic idea. And the word cosmic there is a keyword just for you, Jay. You know what I'm going to do. But everyone else, it's a secret. Oh, it's an in-joke on a podcast that will <laughs> yep, go down really well. There is one person. And then later on, if you're still listening, you'll be like, uh, that's that thing with Jay. They'll be like, oh, we're in on it now. Yeah, now you're all in on this joke with Jay. So shout out to Jay. Uh, I am joined for this episode by... Freya, Indy. You don't know. Oh, again. <laughs> I thought we got past Whoever this. Whoever you are, it's fine. Stacey Curran. Lana Morrigan. Wait, 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 wait why are you doing that? Look what you do. Look what you do. Look what you do. I am a trendsetter. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we making this a thing? Okay, I'll follow the lead. Why did we follow that? All right, back to me, Corey DM. Uh, who do you want to throw out a thanks to? We'll start with you, Freya Indy. I'd love to say thank you to Williamsburg Dave for saying that he wants to have a beer with us. As someone who thoroughly enjoys a beer, thank you. <laughs> I really love that and maybe one day, maybe one day. We hey. need a PO box for people to send us beers. <laughs> I mean, be we know, it's Australia. You don't need to send anyone beers here. <laughs> we'll do a D&D tour around pubs. <laughs> hey, it's been hey, done. I can do that. <laughs> uh, Stacey Corinne. On the back of Indies, um, Skitari said that they would want to be friends with us. I paraphrase, maybe didn't say that, but as someone who's deeply insecure, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Is that what we're going to do for every single, <laughs> every single review from now on? I think it was the kind of people you'd want to be friends with. I don't yeah. think they said they want to be friends with us. Oh, but yeah. I'm a woman and I hear what I want to hear. That is exactly how I would say it if I didn't want to connect with someone. <laughs> yeah, they're the kind of friends I'd hang out with. People if might want to. If I didn't I have any to, other friends. Yeah, <laughs> if there was a storm and I was in a bunker. So then I could handle them. So. <laughs> and, of course, Morgan Lana. Um, I'm going to shout out... Artificer Ayla, I don't know how to pronounce that, I'm so sorry, on Instagram. They are out there 3D printing and painting like sets and figurines and resin making dice and that's just so freaking oh. cool because oh. that's what I wanted to do. Do they want to send us some dice? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? not. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening. Do you want to send us anything? By the way, you can't send us anything because we do not have a place for you to send anything. Well, can't we get but, a PO box? But we will now because oh. beer and dice are coming in red hot. <laughs> <laughs> send us a message. But of course, it's reciprocal because if you've been listening for a while now, you know that you can get online and buy yourself a pair of Girls Who Don't D&D underwear or a nice big bag uh, from the unlimited edition, I've decided. An unlimited edition. It's different from the limited oh, edition. Limited edition. <laughs> this is the unlimited, unlimited edition. edition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of the backpack of time and space and unlimited underwear tote bag, which you can carry around full of underwear that you've purchased from us. Go to our website. You can find that, girlswhodontdnd.com. And as the person who's hand-lettered the underwear, please, please buy them because I just I take great joy in knowing that my handwriting <laughs> is on people's bodies. <laughs> uh, we are working on a Patreon too and a few people have asked us to do such a thing. Uh, so send us some ideas of what you would like us to make and we'll do that. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have... 
Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook. Uh, and we're pretty good at getting back to people. Anyway, are we ready to play? Yeah, absolutely. It's just three girls, a dragon, and a handful of dice. I've got more than a handful now. <laughs> Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice. There will be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice. But it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. When we left our heroes, they were high up in the strange and dark tower, searching for a gemstone to help Freya remove the steadily emerging soul of Vinny from deep within. The search has already been somewhat costly, with the young rogue trading one of her eyes, with the well-named being of many eyes, so that she could recover one of the eyes of her off-again, off-again. I'm calling him the off-again, off-again uh, partner now. <laughs> uh, Jorda, the non-charismatic, pizzazz-lacking leader of the Children of the Night Guild, who prefers to be called... Raven. Raven. I noticed that only one person refuses to say that. It's, it's, it's you, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? it is me. Indy refuses to say it. Freya refuses to say it. <laughs> Hunted by members of the Nine Lives Guild and accompanied by their new friend, Alan. Hello. Alan. Uh, the girls have been scooting all around the tower in a talking elevator. Scooting. <laughs> That's like when you sit on your butt and you're like, you don't ever crawl oh, as a yeah. kid and you kind of just like shuffle forward on your butt. It's or when dogs, dogs have worms yeah. and they scratch their ass. <laughs> I would have preferred gallivanting, but I'm not the DM here. <laughs> anyway, they have been scoot-levanting uh, around this tower after hearing a rumour that there was some sort of soul gem hidden somewhere inside. Instead, the only thing they've been able to find is the once dead brother of Madame Gruber, the clockwork creature known as Hands. He stands before each of you now. There is a red glow in his eyes, servos are whirling, hydraulic pumps swish, and what appears to be the only human components left, uh, pale, lifeless hands are wrapped around a very heavy-looking cane. Quite a nice one, I must say. The doors of the lift begin to shut behind you, and as the light fades, you can see that the creature before you is rather well-dressed, too, like a butler. He's got a top hat, a long coat and that heavy looking cane that he's already belted Morrigan with. And then the light from the oh, lift damn. is gone and only the whirl of mechanical gears remains. Everybody roll initiative. Uh, Freya, what did you get? 18 plus three, which is 21. Thank you, Freya. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> In stark juxtaposition, I got a nine plus one, which is 10, which is kind of mediocre. Morrigan with a 10 and Karin. Yep, safely in the middle, 15 plus one. Which Alrighty. is 16, just for those at home. <laughs> for those with, with their calculators. With their calculators yeah, cross-checking cross our numbers. Like, I can't keep up with this game. The numbers, they're too hard. All right, you are now in a dark room, and I mean pitch black. You can't see a thing, but you can hear. Now, this will affect you in some way. Yes, Morrigan, you can see a bit because of your dark vision that is still uh, connected to the lighthouse tower from way back, which means every time you decide to use it, a beam of light comes out from your head, and everyone else can also see... Uh, using your dark vision, which could be handy. Now, you can use that as a bonus action in this fight. It's normally just something you can use to see, but in this one, because it's something you basically can switch on and off, it's a bonus action for you. And if you use that, you can use it to locate where Hans is standing in the room. Uh -huh. While you're in darkness, though, for everybody else, uh, except for Hans, your attacks will be at disadvantage because you cannot see what you're attacking. Uh, if, you, if you use Morrigan's dark vision, though, to see it, to see Hans... At advantage. No, not advantage, just a regular attack there, Freya. 
it's up to Morrigan <laughs> whether or not she turns on her dark vision. Otherwise, you guys, normal. Oh, okay. Now, Morrigan, you will have to tell me whether you're looking left, right, centre or behind, and I'll be marking down where he is. Uh, and if hands are just made an attack, though, you automatically know where he is because he just hits you, so you can at least sort of look and say, he's over <laughs> here or whatever. Um, and if you've already located him, you can stay locked onto him if you want to for free. So, But if you lose him in the darkness... Off he goes. Locked onto him. What are we going to bite his ankles? No, I mean visually <laughs> locked onto him. I got you. <laughs> All righty, uh, Freya, you are first. Oh yay! Okay. Uh, I don't know where he is. Uh, no, it's all dark. But I saw him when the elevator was there, didn't I? Yes, he but was it's just closed behind you. So technically, he was right in front of you a split second ago before the darkness occurred. Where's Alan? Just for context. Uh, in the room. Oh, oh somewhere with you guys. He would never leave you. Hide and seek, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to use the sword and send it out and try and hit him, and then I'll go the other way. All right. So you can do that, but this is a disadvantage. So yeah. it's a pretty big move to try when you can't see him. That's okay. But you're going for your sneak attack I'm right gonna off go the for bat. It. That's it. Thank you. I forgot what it's called. It's looking we right know, at me. We know you forgot sneak what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my sneak attack. All right. 2d20. Give me the lowest one, and we'll see if you've managed to hit. Don't forget to add your two-hit bonus. So 13 and 17 plus 8, that's something that I can't do. 21. <laughs> what school level did you finish at? <laughs> so I'm on 21. So that's a hit. Yeah. So well, if you don't know hits. that. You don't know for certain if that's a hit. I, I would be. 21's pretty good, but there are some, there are quite a lot of things that would miss. <gasps> Unfortunately, not hands, Gruber. You have managed to belt into him. So roll for damage. Okay. Oh, nice roll. Uh, that is 27 points of damage to the sausage. <laughs> to the sausage, as we say. Again, the only reason that works is because he can see in the dark and was distracted by the sword of distraction. Oh, the sword of distraction. The sword <laughs> of distraction. <laughs> uh, appeared behind him. So far, this is the sword of destiny, the yeah. sword of distraction, and, and the, the sword one we of keep, deception. Yeah, the one we keep forgetting. <laughs> and up next is Karin. Now, you kind of would know where he is just from the sound, but... Not well enough to lose that disadvantage. Do we know how many points of hit damage he's got? You do hit not. Can we? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, he's, but, but just in case you're wondering, he's not in a lot of pain yet. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for psychic damage and just like, like, ew, what's up with you? If you're a dog, I'd put you down. You don't get you to just do psychic damage. Why? Though, because you don't have that actual power to do that. You can Bullshit, annoy him. I do. I, no, I am impressed that you actually do have your character sheet here. So the fact that you su suddenly picked up your character sheet to check that if you can do psychic damage is I impressive. I swear I have some kind of psychic situation. All right, sorry, I misunderstood. I have resistances psychic. Yeah. So I can resist having my feelings hurt, yeah. which is unlike real life where I'm hurt over everything. <laughs> which, hold on, we had that stupid ear monster that was giving us psychic damage. Oh, yeah. If you, yeah. You, if you so knew you your character sheet well enough, you would have resisted some of that damage. Well, I did. Oh, wow. <laughs> but she did try a lot, and I was like, I don't give a shit to you know who I am, so Maybe. I guess like my my whole personality, <laughs> just, just my character in general. in general is very much like, get fucked, you can't manipulate me. Now, what would you like to do, though? Oh, okay, so I can't do that, right? You can certainly um, give him a mouthful. Okay, so while I say, like, ew, yeah. oh, you're gross. 
<laughs> um, doesn't seem to be having much effect on him. I'm still in shock. I'm just like, yeah, those fingers. Ah. Can I see? Wait, how close am I to him? Uh, close enough to hit him at this stage. You, you were standing right next to Freya a second ago. Oh, okay, I'm just going to swing it in with my axe. Okay, still a disadvantage because you don't know precisely where he is. Oh, okay, so. 2d20, give me the lowest. Oh, yes. This is a, are these new, these purple ones? Yeah, I, I gifted them to myself for Christmas. Uh, if anybody's wondering, you know, anybody who's played D&D a lot, you know that eventually you get addicted to dice. And yeah. so at some stage, uh, Lana will send out a picture of just how many dice she's purchased. I've I think this week. I've already filmed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in one hit. <laughs> 12 and 7. So 7, I guess, is my bad one. Plus... 7 plus 6. Uh, 13. You swipe through the air and you hear a lovely whooshing sound because you do not hit him, no. Okay. It's Hans's turn next and... All you hear is the sound of those servos again, and he disappears into the darkness. He disengages from the attack, and he could be anywhere in the room now. You do hear him say, Can I be of service? And then it's like static noise coming from the machine, and you hear, Freya, Freya, I know you. Which I might do that voice differently. What was I aiming for? for? <laughs> uh, Freya, Freya, I know you. I still. Oh, fuck you all. <laughs> have you seen my list of names that I have to do? I wrote it down yesterday. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't know how to do the voices. I'm not an actor. I'd actually like training in that, please. That would be cool. I like how you look at me group. like it's a PL decision. Yeah. Like, and go, oh, it's professional learning. Let me yeah, send you a course. Yeah, I'm going to put that on course. my um, PDP. goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's, it's, can I be of service? And then... That was it. That was the voice, yeah. That's the first one, but it also changes into something else. Okay, it's like, I thought it was really Freya, good. Freya, Freya, I know you. Bit better. Yeah, that's a bit nice. better. I like that. So he says that from somewhere in the room. Morrigan, you are next. Do I have any sense of like where that sound is coming from? Uh, he is not behind you. You know the sound is coming from in front of you. So that narrows it down to on your left, uh, in the center, or on the right. I'm gonna use my dark vision to look to the left. Your vision, and everyone else can see this. Uh, cuts around the back of the room and you don't see him. You notice a bed, uh, a very elaborate sort of bed and some bedside tables that look very, very pretty, if anything, but nothing else. I've got the spell command, which allows me to like bark orders at people. Yep. I'm trying to figure out what would be useful because they, they have suggestions. Like I've got like approach sort of move towards you. I don't want him closer to me. Could I use something like um, grovel or or halt, like so they, they fall prone and end their turn. Does that mean he doesn't get a turn next time? Uh, yeah, it would. Cool. What I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and use my command spell, a level one spell, um, and I'm going to command him to grovel. So he falls prone on the ground and ends his turn. They have to roll a wisdom of 15. Ooh, it's going to be close. He fails that roll. So Yay! somewhere in the room you hear the clang of natural falling to the ground. And what has he got to do? Grovel. Grovel. He's got to fall prone and have no turn. And he's tight. All right. So he's begging for his life or something? But because he, he's made of metal, he's made of loud noise and hitting the ground at he's least. He's made of loud noise. Yes, he definitely hits the ground and you know that he wasn't on the left. He wasn't behind you. So either ahead of us or to the right, girls. Good luck. Okay. As he clangs to the ground, you hear, this creation's warranty is void. Uh, and you hear more noises. And you hear Freya, Freya, time to die. I'm just saying he has deep hate for you. Right, that checks out. Yeah. Lots of people try to kill him. I mean, really, this is all your fault. Hey, hey, what can I say? The sword remembered this. Last time, it was in the back streets of this same town, where they had saved the young man whose throat was so firmly held. The beast with the horrid, thick grip had fallen, but then, as young Freya had moved to Jorda's side, she hesitated, stopped. 
Perhaps she had realized that her own actions now jeopardized all of those around her, that she should fade back into the dark alleys alone so that others could live without fear. Perhaps she knew that this moment had condemned her in the eyes of the madam, the beast's sister. No, thought the sword. You were condemned the moment you refused to hand me over. The moment you held me against the madam's neck and commanded her brother to let Jorda go. That was when death's shadow found you. But for now, death was busy with the sausage-fingered man. So the sword wondered why they hadn't taken just one more step forward to reach down and help her bruised and bloodied friend. A startled, then muffled yelp from its new master made the moment clear. Another blade, sharpened to perfection, found little resistance in the small of Freya's back. Again and again it sliced. Impressive, thought the sword, as it fell loose from a failing hand. Freya followed, crumbling to the ground. Gods, I hate her smell, said a sickly sweet voice. Uh, back to you already, Freya. Um- now, you said that those bedside tables were pretty. <laughs> Are you going to go rifling through drawers already? Yeah, I was. <laughs> That's what I do. They are pretty. There's nice things sitting on them, uh, like little perfume bottles and jewellery. And oh, that sounds nice. Cha-ching! <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm over there. <laughs> jewellery? Yes. Or maybe look for a gem okay. or something. So, do I have time to run across, grab some jewels and then go slash him? Six seconds. I think I can do it. Well, I'll give you six seconds worth of thievery. Uh, Run it, you run over there. uh, And it is still pretty dark for you. Are you still looking in that direction? Yeah, in the opposite direction that he's not. Oregon continues looking over there rather than finding this guy (laughs) who's trying to kill you. I can't turn my head, can I? No, no, no. Oregon's still looking at that. And you're like, well, this is a good opportunity for me to pilfer some stuff. Perfect. Done. Right. I'm going to go steal some jewels, see what there is. I'm going to actually look for like a gem as well. Okay. Do we, that's, see, that's plausible. <laughs> <laughs> but while I'm looking, I'm going to pocket all the jewellery. Give me a perception check while you're doing. Mm, that's not good. That's a four plus two. So I've got six. It's not real good, is it? Remarkably, you don't notice anything over there, uh, despite this being something that has haunted you since your youth. Because of this, how about a dexterity check as well? Which you oh. should do well at. Yeah, but I should. maybe not. To 17 plus 7. All I right. think I get everything. Yeah, you swipe a couple of bottles of perfume, you uh, you grab uh, a necklace, and you go through each of the drawers. The drawers are empty. It's, it's When I say empty, empty of things you care about. Heaps of underwear uh, that oh, you can get on some sort of We've random so many. website somewhere out there. No, <laughs> <laughs> heaps of underwear, heaps of this stuff that you'd find on people's bedsides that doesn't mean much to you it guys. Heaps of underwear in their bedside table. Yeah, that's insane. Medication... All right, I'll go back and read you the whole section. All the devices All my cords. Yeah. Yes, so am I. Yeah. yeah, okay. In this medieval kind of world, there's <laughs> just all these cords that make no sense. Charges for things I don't own anymore. Yeah. The person, who yeah. Lives in, the person who lives in this room doesn't read. <laughs> doesn't read but there are, and, and isn't medicated. <laughs> but should be. Um, now I'm going to run over and stab him. I don't know, all right, well, there's two areas you don't quite know where he is, so it's at disadvantage still. Yep. Didn't track no him down yet. He's groveling on the ground, so you can probably be close. Colour. Oh, green. she just got these green. awesome. No, get, get that multicoloured one that was so pretty with the sparkles, and you just used it. Yes. Thank look you. At that one. Oh, that is cool. Wow. It's that's sharp, though. Be careful. This sharp. Remi- it is sharp. Wow. It reminds me of that scope that you look through. And it Kaleidoscope? That's, yeah, that's cool. Podcasts love <laughs> anyway. a good visual. They do. <laughs> that's a 15. And that's a 15. That's an excellent disadvantage. disadvantage. <laughs> excellent. Plus eight. 23. Yeah, there, there we, we go. go. And then I'm going to do some damage too. I love how she's automatically going, because I've clearly hit him. 
Oh, I've got you to wait have, for that. You have, you <laughs> have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> It was a better role than last time, so yes. So he's in the centre. Uh, yes, we'll say the centre since now that you've made a big noise and you can tell everybody else. Three plus five, which is eight. Wow, solid maths today here, guys. you're on the ball. I'm here glad we, go. we got that coffee before we got here. Yes, me too. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I'm definitely feeling it. Did that hurt him or not? It hit him. It hit him. It didn't hurt him, though. Again, a huge clang sort of noise and maybe even a little hiss. Maybe hit a, uh, a little bit of a cable or something like that. Something comes off the side. And he knows it was me, so it hurt a little extra. <laughs> Deep inside, he's like, oh, I'm going <laughs> oh, to kill again. her. Yes. Karin, you are next. So we can see him now. You know where he is. You still can't see it's dark. Great. Can I ask my bag for a lantern then? I just don't want to roll at disadvantage. <laughs> yes, you can ask your okay. bag. This is an action. <laughs> and I didn't say torch. This counts as an action. You can't hit anyone now. What? Yeah, this is. it takes time to get things out of the bag. Barely. <laughs> it's definitely an action. <laughs> Fuck's sake. In combat, it takes time. This game sucks. It's t- <laughs> <laughs> Girls who won't play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we just don't want to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Lana. You could rage out. I That'd could. Be cool. Does that advantage counteract the disadvantage? Yes, it would. I am a druid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to turn into something with night vision. I just have to go through my cards. Dark vision. What's the diff? Pretty much nothing, but I'm just saying <laughs> what it's <laughs> called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, What's the diff? You don't, they're not night vision goggles. Your animal's not going to appear. Like you're, you're gonna be, I'm a bear and I also have night you vision goggles on. You hear the snap on. of the goggles sitting on their face. Can <laughs> bear, bear see in the dark? Uh, I know they can shit in the woods. It's about all I know about this. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be disadvantaged, so I'm going to use my druid skills to turn into something with dark vision. Yeah. Not to be mistaken with night no. vision. Uh, so I've gone through my list of animals. Quite an extensive one now. That have dark vision. Just some like a beaver, a rat, a platypus and a chipmunk, which I'd love to do, but they're all low hit points. So I'm going to go with the Komodo dragon. Nice. Wow. Hit points 39. So... With the chipmunk would have been so cute. Oh. <laughs> Hun, do you think I didn't want to be a chipmunk oh. and fight that sausage bastard? <laughs> but he's only got one hit point, so honey, oh, oh. <laughs> bye bye to the chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be a Komodo dragon. If this is any other day, from what I'm reading, um, if I bit him, he'd be poisoned. But he's not actually uh, like a thing with blood. He's a robot. So that's it's hard for him to be poisoned. Yet. It's hard yeah. for him to poison us, but I, I think I can do some damage. It means like with rust this. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dip him in salt water. <laughs> <laughs> Look for some important looking wires and just rip them out. Yeah, I think that's probably the best option here. All right. 16 plus four to hit. You guys are doing well. You've hit him. The Komodo dragon rears up, bites onto the side of a chunk of metal. And. Oh. And. And. <laughs> yes. Eight. Does 10 points Plus of damage. Yes. That's awesome. All righty. That hits and hits reasonably hard, but he's still functioning. He just and happens he to be just... on the ground groveling while a Komodo dragon bites yeah. him. He just has to lay there and That's take it. That makes sense. Oh, it's his turn. I'm in charge. He doesn't okay. get to do anything. Rhythm's up. Uh, unfortunately, he's still, yeah, it's his turn. Um, he's groveling still on the ground, and unfortunately, he's got to do that all the way through this turn. Uh, so Stop I don't know what it. he would sound like. You know, please plug me in. Powering <laughs> <laughs> down. <laughs> Morrigan, you're up, though, and you do know where he is. I do. So as my bonus action, I'm just going to, like, turn my lighthouse headlight 
eyes on him so that Freya can see him now because Karin already can. And So all your actions from now on while you can still see him are at advantage, uh, not at advantage, sorry, are not at disadvantage. And can I say that I'm locking on? Didn't you say if I lock on? <laughs> you can lock on, yes. Okay. If he manages to knock you away, you will lose that lock. And Fair you can enough. probably figure out where it's coming from because you have kind of like laser vision lighthouse eyes. I would like to use as a first level spell chromatic orb. So I hurl a sphere of energy at a creature and I choose what damage is done. So yep. there's like Ooh. acid or cold fire, lightning, poison or thunder. Okay. Acid. I was thinking lightning because he's metal. No, no? I reckon acid because like it melts. his wires okay, and stuff. Acid sounds good, girls. I'm actually going to do it as a third level spell because that lets me add 2d8 to the damage and I'm already rolling three to start with, so it's like 5d8 damage. Yay, goodbye, Sussie. How you like that? Sussie sizzle. <laughs> Yum. I'm... <laughs> yeah, I am a little peckish. I know, I could definitely have a Sussie <laughs> But you got plus seven on this one. Let's roll to see if you're chromatic or... I prefer when they have to roll because I'm not good at the rolling. <laughs> well, let's see if it hits. I hope so, because that damage is fantastic. It would be. Well, Unless you, you would probably five roll five ones. ones, let's be honest. I've done that before. Uh, it's a 17. That dice has been doing really well for you. It yeah. has. You're it's back. good, it's the most expensive. <laughs> so 17 plus 7. Uh, good news is, yes, it slams into in the oh. liquid splashes all over the place. Give me your 5d8. Okay, so... He's screaming in pain. I'm trying to work out which one. I love it. We don't need to give you one. You actually have like 20 have sets of 40, dice. dice. And when you roll, just don't pick them up straight away. Make uh, sure yeah. you... Yeah, it's good advice. Do the good advice. First. Yeah. Identify the numbers. <laughs> Identify the numbers. <laughs> one, two, I have five in my hand already. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, you just got to roll them. Okay. Uh, six, seven, three, five, three. All right, I did lie when I said you just got to roll them. You also have to add them up. <laughs> oh, see, so seven and three make a ten, and then a minus one from the five to get a four, and the six go together to ten, and then you got to add the one to the three, and you get four. So 24. That's a lot. Nice um, math technique there. Your strategy, your mathematical strategy. There we go. That was good. Mathematics is fun. Um, it's not. Uh, he doesn't look great now. Uh, it looks like some of the acid has burned through some critical uh, equipment. We love that. And uh, he's still groveling. He started groveling before he actually found out how much pain he was in. Now you've hurt him for groveling. Is that the right order of doing things? We're back to Freya. Freya, you can now very clearly see where he is. Awesome. I have a quick question. Yes. So you spoke about his walking stick? Yeah, it's like a cane. Yeah, very yeah. Very big, heavy metal one, yeah. Yeah, do you think there would be a gem inside it? 100% it's like, there's a gem inside like it. Like the little thing at the top where you can open it when you keep things inside it. Uh, you can't tell that. It looks like when it would have a, like a, a lump on top that sort of his hand can ra- grasp around. Yeah, let's take it anyway. Where well, he's still holding it. I'm, tr- I'm going to try and take it. You're going to try and steal. He's on the ground groveling. He can't do much. It's going to take a strength check to try and rip it away from his hands, though. Okay. Can I also shocking grasp him at the same time? No, it's a bit of a choice at this stage. <laughs> I'm not real strong. Yeah, I'm the strong one. So if you want to do that, then I'll try and take it. Um, it's, the room is lit up now? No, just him. Just him, damn. No, it's because of Morrigan's vision that you can see. Can I still see the tables? You can see one. Oh, no, you can't, but you know where they are. Can I quickly run over and do another perception check? In fact, what you should be able to do here is give me an investigation check. You're investigating things. So how did you go for that? 15 plus 5, which is 20. Wow, that is pretty good. That's uh, quite good. <laughs> uh, the drawers appear empty, but at the back of one of the drawers is like a secret compartment. Oh, yes. This is uh, so up my alley. <laughs> but when you slide that open, 
Whatever's meant to be in there normally has been taken out. It was uh, the gem, wasn't it? I, I'm going to say there was a little bit of twine, a little bit of that sort of ropey material that sort of goes in there, a bit of twine. Not much, though. A bit of dust. Right. Why would twine be in there? <laughs> You'll stop with the twine. Why do I get the twine? I, I'm just saying, I, I can only describe what's, what, I, what I'm telling you. I can't no. give you everything. But it, that was a really good perception. That was really good. And that's Corey. what's in there. You wish It had a secret side drawer thing. So something's been taken out recently. Do you think Sausage Fingers has it? Quite possible. Definitely isn't Is in the there anymore. Is the twine loose? Can you just pull on the twine and see if it opens a secret compartment? I'm going to pull on the twine. It's a piece of twine. It comes out with you. Okay, okay. I was just curious. <laughs> You're now yeah. holding a piece of twine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love this game. The rot him. The rot him. It's probably about one or two centimetres long. Like it's a bit of twine that's come up off something okay, fair enough. that was in there. Was it on a box? So you're now was holding the smallest. Ring? It's not. Why did you <laughs> have a twine raven. engagement ring? I don't know. I mean, I I'll be honest. I whittle something up. Jordan probably would give a twine yeah. <laughs> ring. It's a friendship oh, ring. He likes so much pizzazz. Oh, he does. God, it's just limited. The raven. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karin, what would you like to do? You're biting on the side of him right now, on the side of a robotic creature, Hans Gruber. Yeah, I just remembered I was still a lizard, uh, the dra- Komodo dragon. Because I had a plan, I was going to yank that out of his hand, but now I just realised... They're still pretty strong, aren't they? You can do it your I've teeth. Got a pretty, I mean, my strength is 15 and in brackets plus 2. And you didn't oh. rage earlier. You could still rage. That would give you an oh, advantage in your strength Can you rage, it, rage as, as an, an animal? animal? Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh, know that. You've done cool. it as a bear, I think. Oh, I yeah, had to. Have All right, so I'm going to uh, rage Komodo Dragon and attempt to sh- take the walking stick from him. All righty. But, but, like, I've already got a grip on his sausage hands. I figure his hands can't be that strong. He's a robot. It's a, he could be quite strong. But isn't his hands flesh? Because they're sausage Oh, they're human fingers? hands, but they may not be entirely human inside, though. You can just see the fleshy part. Ew. So they skinned his fingers and then put it over robot. Pretty gross. That's yeah. gross. Maybe they were going to rebuild him entirely after they slowly put him back together. I don't know. Imagine the smell. Okay, so I'm going to grip on. I'm going to start pulling. You know, like dogs when they um like are playing <laughs> with the rope, the tug or the rope, yes. they just pull them back real hard like that, and they don't want you let it go. And the tail <laughs> is thrashing. Uh, <laughs> I'm again, doing that as a Komodo dragon. Again, you hear the motors whir- whirring and going on. Let's have an opposed strength check. Uh, so roll your d20. Roll two for you because you're an advantage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven and twelve. Yeah, don't worry too hard. <laughs> uh, for some reason, he wasn't feeling great, and he releases his cane, and you take it off him very easily. Actually, oh, yeah. So I kind of tumble back he's a bit really, I'm like, oh shit, really... I was pulling harder than what I was. He's actually to. really strong. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know whether he thought maybe if I just let it go, she'll tumble so far back that I don't have to worry about her. But I got but, it in my mouth. But you now are holding the cane in your mouth. Great. Being like a Komodo dragon dog. Great. And now I'm actually just going to scamper off. And he's going to drop. Drop! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just scampering away and I'm going to go hide behind tomorrow again. <laughs> yep. Please drop my cane. Uh, uh, he is next and after groveling, he's, yeah, he's now probably now. more pissed than anything else. I will allow it. Uh, so he rises. Yeah, I think we're going to go with a nuclear option. Uh, he rises and... Is Alan still okay? I hope so. Alan's just hiding. Okay, cool. That's fine. He's in darkness. He's in darkness. Uh, so he rises and says... Removing safety protocols. And then the static noise kicks in again, and he says, Thought you'd kill me, didn't you? And you see another sort of appendage on his arm change a little bit, a little thing come out the side of his arm like a tube, and flames come flying from his, from his arm like a fireball, like a flamethrower. He has a flamethrower. That's cool. 
Now he's really cooking his sausages. <laughs> <laughs> There's a horrible smell in the air. If it's also a little bit nice. Yeah. Like, mm, if Vinny farts at this point, he's cooking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> Against Freya, that is a 20 to hit your armour class. What's your armour class? My armour class is 16. So that definitely hits. Mm. And uh, this could hurt. I'm going to shield up. Uh, what's that take your armour class to? Plus five. So I would be not hitted. <laughs> he, uh, he, rolled 20. he rolled a 20 uh, oh. so the shield comes up uh, I should point out that uses your reaction and your reaction means that you won't be able to use That's your bonus mine. action yep. in the next one That's fine. but as your reaction your shield comes up and the flame goes all around it and it looks really cool that would look fire just <laughs> sort of noise yes. yep. what's your hair uh, doing these days I was is it like, just oh, thinking oh, yes. is it like, have I got long black hair alright please describe your hair no you don't have long black hair because you changed to Maggie what you thought Maggie looked like. You look like an old woman. Oh, I like, oh, yes, an old woman in the Superman pose with the shield up. Love. Yes, that looks great. <laughs> yeah. Your short purple hair is, uh, <laughs> purple rinse hair is just flowing as much as it can. There's not a lot of flying I love going it. on. It's awesome. Uh, that brings us to Morrigan. I don't know what my hair's doing right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he seems to be getting desperate if he's just bringing out like big guns. Do we think we've got what we need from here? Like, is that what we think is in the staff? I think we need to kill him. Okay, we need to kill him. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm around that. I feel like he could be a future problem for us. Yeah, you're right. Eliminate future problems. Tie up these loose ends. <laughs> Accentuate the positive. <laughs> Looking for slogans <laughs> Just, to justify the future yeah. killings. Take no prisoners, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Leave no man alive. Is that awesome? <laughs> Leave no man alive. Oh, behind. All oh, right, right. <laughs> Leave no man Misunderstood that one. I like that one. So when the flames come out, it does uh, light the room up a little bit more so you can see all the way around there. And some things in the room do catch on fire. So that makes it a little bit easier to see. Uh, not entirely, but enough. Uh, Oregon, what would you like to do? I'm curious as hell. So I'm going to roll perception and just kind of observe the room for a second before I attack this guy and just see if there's anything else that stands out to us now that we can see a bit more. Um, no, you see a couple of shelves around the side of the room. Again, I just... I don't even have to roll. This is awesome. No, there's, there's, it's not too hard to look around and just see shelves. There's not a lot okay. of stuff in the room. But there's shelves and, uh, again, more bottles of, uh, of perfume. This person what seems is with to. This person Why is so much perfume? There's something going on here. I've got one bottle of perfume. It's lasted me two years. All right, I would like to. Am I close enough to like grab any of those bottles so I can throw them on him as an accelerant before I throw fire at him? Sure. I like that. So you That's move cool. over to the, move over to the shelves, grab some of the perfume, and this time you can give me a perception check. I'll just start spraying the ones that I stole. <laughs> really lighting them up. And your perception is zero, isn't it? Plus zero. Yeah. You notice when you pick up the bottles the smell on the bottle. Uh, and it is a very strong mint smell. Ooh. This is her place. Minty bitch. Oh, we knew that, didn't we? Well, you were looking for her, so I was surprised when I said perfume bottles that you guys went, I don't know, this could be anything. Oh, I thought she naturally smelled of mint. Yeah, I didn't did realise she purposely She's, made it's that a choice. smell on her. You, uh, if you guys had your own perfume brands, what would they be called? Uh, minty bitch. Hers are we, is, hers are is just releasing called, new products? Yeah, hers is just called Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that does seem like what she'd do too. Uh, uh, I, I actually had to think about it already. So, Karin's... <laughs> I said yeah, I prepared earlier. Uh, Karin's would be called Indignation. Why? Because you're always indignant. <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot of sense to me. Usually it doesn't make them better when I've got to explain them. <laughs> well, I like it. I was saying I didn't like it. I just wanted just, <laughs> I just wanted a bit of a pitch, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Uh, Morrigan, yours would be primordial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I thought Freya's would be called stolen. 
Oh, that's cool. I like that. So if this will also be available own. on our website. No, we just definitely. I would never would get involved in smells. God, that would be a nightmare. If, if mine, if I was naming my own, mine would just be burn. Yeah, that does make sense. Speaking of burn, would you like to throw? Um, yes, I would like to throw these vials of perfume at him or on him, and then I'm just going to use firebolt. Um, so it's plus seven to hit. All right, I'll Not give you an advantage on this hit. attack because he is more likely to be on fire when you do I'm this. I'm going to use my dice that looks like fire. Oh, nice. And then my dice that's been rolling okay today. Let's see what happens. They're both eights. I shit you not. Um, eight plus seven, though, is 15. Ooh, that's not quite enough. Uh, so the, if anything, the, the perfume may actually have helped him, so it catches on fire and diverts some of the flame away from him. <laughs> it's a big explosion. looks really impressive. And then behind that, you see him rising as if he's going to be even more powerful now. He's been on fire. <laughs> Been bitten by a Komodo dragon. Had acid. Had acid. This he's had a tough day. You really do not like this guy. But it's back to Freya to see what you will do to the poor robot that I now feel a little bit sorry for. Why? Komodo dragon, fire, acid. He's a bad guy. Didn't he steal children? I mean <laughs> I'm gonna go for a sneak attack again with the sword. Uh, sneak attack at this stage will probably be less likely since I'm you were really standing right in front of him. <laughs> what about the sword? So with attack? the sword. Only gets to do it once per between oh. long sleeps, yeah. Oh. Thing. That's right. That'd be okay. pretty powerful otherwise. Well, yeah. I'm just going to grab my sword and go for it. Okay, give me a d20. Cool. Drop a hand off. That's a four. Not real good. Plus yeah, eight. I'm not going to be 12. wasting your time with adding it up. Okay. Uh, All right. No, no, no. 12's <laughs> good. 12 is not enough. In fact, this is just a swoosh yeah. well past. Uh, maybe goes through some of the fire. That's about it. What do you like to move around? Anything else you'd like to do? I'll do another perception check to see if there's anything in those drawers again. <laughs> if it's reappeared, maybe it's magical, this item. Yeah, maybe right. the time means it's on a necklace. I will give you ultimate advantage. You can roll as many d20s as you want. Because they're still empty. Uh, that's right. Well, lucky because it's a one. <laughs> I have nine other dice if you want to try. Karin, back to you already. Yeah, so I'm actually cowering. Oh, not cowering. You're just a Komodo use... dragon. Do they even know how to cow? No, I mean, I'm currently behind Morrigan just like being like, help. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually trying to protect the stick more than anything. Can you oh, like, yeah, investigate right. that or see if there's a gem in it or something? Can we do that? Try and take I mean, it I don't off. have any. You can try and take it off, Karin. I think she'll growl. <laughs> I think we'll be, and then can Karin like whack it against the floor and see if anything falls out? Sure. I don't know. Like, are we thinking that's where the gem is? Is that? I mean, yeah. Komodo's, Komodo dragons have very little hands. You can try and unscrew yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I'm actually just going to bite the top off. Just bite just it. Like, because you said it's like a like a like a like a big. I would describe it like as a, it's like a ball on top that can be unscrewed, and so there'll be two <laughs> two spheres, and there's something that can be put inside that. Ah, yeah. So I'm just gonna like I don't have opposable thumbs, so I'm just gonna have to like bite the top off. <laughs> I actually picture like a cat. Like have you ever I'm seen them when they, they grab things with their top I, front paws uh, and they're kicking at it with their back paws? <laughs> You're doing that to try and unscrew okay, it. Okay, so my the Komodo dragon has <laughs> rolled on its really back. That's really cute. Can we do that? <laughs> yep. On my back. On your back, <laughs> kicking, the, kicking this thing around, <laughs> trying to unscrew it. It's not an easy thing to do. Give me a dexterity check and check like your a dexterity. Like a ball of yarn, you know, when they're like... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Check your Komodo dragon's dexterity in case yeah. it's better than your own, but probably isn't. So the dexterity of a Komodo dragon is plus two and my own dexterity plus two. It's really neither here nor there. Can I use your d20? It's been rolling really good. That, that good one? Yeah, thank you. It's sharp. Yeah, it is. I love that about that. 15 plus 2. Uh, yeah, you've managed to get it undone. And surprisingly, <laughs> Score. for me especially, a gem does roll out. Ah, yes! Oh, what colour, what colour, what colour? Uh, it's a glowing red gem. Yes! Uh, 
And That's if you remember, awesome. remember what a glowing gem means. So it's like there's a, a soul in it. It's throbbing away. Yeah. I guess I'll just swallow it to keep it safe. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or not. We can also not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. That thing has gone in. No. I love that. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. I turn away from you people for one second and you swallowed <laughs> glowing gems. You're just really safe, and I'm going to feel that coming out. So it feels don't worry like, about it. It feels like it's in character for a Komodo dragon to swallow the first thing I feel thing it like sees. it is too. <laughs> Oh, but not many, I, I know, but not many people take advice on spontaneous ideas from Freya. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard the clatter and I telepathically ask current current, what did you just do? The smartest and thing. I'm just looking at her like real innocent. <laughs> I don't say anything. I'm just like, did you, did you open the staff? Was there anything in it? There was nothing in it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I did what I needed to do. <laughs> so is it like when a dog does that face when they know they're in trouble? Oh, I like it. Like they've torn out their own bed. I, I, I just like kind of get back on my, all like my little feet, and then I'm just kind of just like backing away. <laughs> and then my head kind of turns at a really slow angle, and I just kind of in shame walk away. I'm like, don't worry about it. What are you worried about? This has upset Hans Gruber, who is standing there looking cool with fire all around him, but also half dead. But another attachment from his other arm appears, and uh, this is more of a vacuum cleaner. He's like Go-Go Gadget. He's, oh, no. he's been used to clean the house. Right? With fire? Well, he's also used for defence. Okay. Uh, so he's, you know, hey, look, a lot of different attachments. He's, he's, he's very versatile. Uh, he's targeting Karin he's as a Komodo and dragon, and he's going to try and drag her across. Now, this is a... Uh, the, the vacuum works very well, uh, so this is definitely going to be successful. Yes, finally. I did something good. I rolled a 16. So, yes, good for the us. vacuum is sucking you over towards him as a Komodo dragon, looking sheepish. Holding, swallowing a gem. <laughs> I've got like uh, big in his eyes. I'm like, wow, there's nothing in it. And when he gets to you, he's going to try and grab onto you. So this yeah. is going to be a, a strength check. You can use your uh, athletics or your acrobatics. Strength, athletics, or dexterity, acrobatics. Is it different for a Komodo um, dragon? Yes, it could well be. These do. So I'm actually going to have to use, was well, acrobatics or athletics? Um, athletics is my plus six, so I'm going to use that one. All righty, let's see if he's strong enough to grab you. He has an 18. Do I get to roll? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got to beat you, so. Ugh. Yeah, right. Seven plus six. The sound of success. Thirteen. <laughs> the groan. <laughs> the groan. He got of me. He got me real good. Uh, so he's grabbing onto you right now, and he's trying to go in after that gem. He's got his hand oh, in God. the mouth of the Komodo and I'm dragon. I'm just going to clamp right on down. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go well for either of you, really. <laughs> My character's very confused as to why he's like digging in her mouth because she hasn't told me that she's eaten the gem. So I'm just watching this like, what the hell is going on? The robot, you asked, the robot might I, help you a little bit. He he's going, like, I did. I said, there's nothing here. And you know me. And oh. you're like, there fucking is. The robot's probably being helpful and going, spit. Spit, <laughs> spit it out, please. Uh, so his hands in there, God trying it, to f- trying to chase down that gem. Morgan, it is your turn. Okay, I am... your new your new puppy dog <laughs> <laughs> is clearly lying to you. <laughs> God damn it, Karin. I'm going to use a first level command, and my instruction, if I succeed at this, is going to be to drop. <laughs> I like that. I feel okay. like both of us do it too. Yeah, you need to be clear on who you're telling to drop. I'm, I'm an instructing sausage man here. All right, give me give me the roll. Um, it's you've got to roll uh, oh, right. wisdom fifteen. All righty. <laughs> uh, I rolled a nine and it's plus a zero, so unfortunately he does listen to you again and he drops. <laughs> He drops the Komodo dragon. He looks very dejected about this. He really <laughs> um, wanted to go and find um, whatever that was. Specifically, by the way, um, the target drops whatever it's holding and then ends its turn. 
Sorry, I think he skips his next Yay. turn again. Yes, he will now skip that's his hilarious. turn again. Sucked in. <laughs> and now it's Indy's oh, turn. Oh, that's what he should have said when he used his vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> that was an opportunity. This is hands down my favourite spell because I don't have to roll anything. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to do in your turn? Direct a stern look at Karin and I'm going to flip off Sausage Man while I do it. <laughs> I like that dramatic flair you added. Right back to Freya already. Cool, that's awesome. Great. What would you Love like that. to do, Freya? <laughs> now, yeah, I would. Now that Karin's safe, yep. Sort sort of. Sure. Um, there's, there's nothing. No one's got their enough. hand. Kick her out of reach. No one's got their robotic <laughs> hand down her throat. So yes, that's a good way to measure whether you're safe. I'm going to try and jump across and cut his head off. Oh, it's going for the big guy. Do you reckon I could try and do that? You can always try. Okay, we'll give it a go. That's what most people say when someone says something about decapitating another human being. Yeah. Creature. He's not human. Not human. He's, no. Um, so I'm going to use my sword of deception to try and cut his head off. I'm going to also use booming blade um, to add to that advantage of my sword. Okay. Add to the strength. So that is. What have you rolled? I've just rolled a 13, and the booming blade is plus five, so that's 18. Does hit. Okay. And now I've hit. I've got to do some damage, don't I? You do. That's great. <laughs> so, love that. so is that your normal now damage and the extra? 1d6 plus 5 plus 1d8. I feel like this is going to do some... Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two and a one. If we add them together... Plus mm, five. Which you're allowed to do. Is a three. You go ahead and do that. Plus five is eight. Okay. Anything else I've got a plus here? I feel like this... And... No. Sure. And his head stays firmly on. Ah! I could have hurt him so much. I'm not that sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But does it hurt him? What do we do? What it do we hurts, here? but his head doesn't come off. <sighs> but it does do some damage. Uh, Karin, Komodo Karin. All right, I'm going to transform back to myself. Okay. Knowing that I can't turn back to an animal until I've had a long rest. Okay. That's fine. Um, and then I'm going to rage out on him with my axe. Yep. Yeah, fair. I think it's time. Yeah. Yeah, We're I agree. dragged this shit out long enough. All right, so uh, I get with the gem advantage of my roll. Yeah, there's only one problem. What? Rage. You've got to maintain rage by continually attacking, and you didn't. Yeah, all right, I'm just going to rage again in my own form, and I'm just going to start so going. So Karin the Komodo gets angry again. That yeah. Some, well, it makes sense. You something down your throat. That wouldn't have been comfortable. Yeah, it was rude. It was rude. definitely was the rude. The starters. Um... Yeah, okay, so I'm going to start raging out. I'm going to go for everything, everything and anything. I'm slashing, I'm slicing, I'm oh, on dicing. the person, not us. No, <laughs> God, no, you're my sweet baby angels. I'm going to go for the robot so man. So before his eyes, the Komodo dragon turns back into Karin, who starts swinging straight away. Yeah. Give me a roll to see if you hit with that wonderful axe. Don't I get advantage? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. One in 13. Okay, so 13 plus six. Uh, that is, that is, that does hit. Okay, cool. Uh, so you slam your big axe right into the into the metal again. Yep. How much damage do you do? 1d12 plus 3 slashing. And then add another 2 for raging. 7 plus, plus five. 5 is 12. 13. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go in groups of 10. <laughs> 7 and 3. If for some reason you're still listening to our podcast, listen to our sister podcast, yeah. Girls who don't math. <laughs> uh yeah, that hurts him. He gets knocked back just a little bit. He stumbles and... Uh, Why won't you die? <laughs> That's he's open with that next. Why would you die? He says, he rises again. He's just knocked back, but he looks at you and he says, please repeat the request. You know how you, when you're talking to those things and you always ask them something and they don't quite hear you? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Siri. This is like Siri. I didn't quite get that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Could you repeat the information? Uh, then there's more noise, and then he turns back and looks at Freya and says, I will enjoy squeezing the life from you. But not yet, because I made you skip a turn. Just saying. But not yet, because I'm just going to stand here <laughs> taunting you. Actually, you can see his eyes and they get the little load screen things with spinning so you can see he looks like he's loading something. <laughs> he's not doing anything at all because once again, he's been commanded to do bugger all. Should we... Okay. Okay, yeah. Should we leave now we've got a gem? <laughs> We're just like I'm kind of starting to Don't think... leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting Don't to leave. Because he's been instructed not to do anything so he can't run after us and we just grab Ali. As soon as his turn ends, he can. <laughs> Ali. As he continues to complain about how he can't do anything, you hear the ding of the elevator from behind you and the doors start to open. Uh, two Nine Lives Guild assassins oh. step out immediately. Behind them, though, is someone else, and her eyes widen as she sees Freya, and perhaps more importantly, can smell her. She starts bashing on the closed door button and says, Oh my God, you are such a stupid fucking lift. Close your fucking doors. Oh, Freya. You see something in her free hand, and then you see yourself, younger, hiding beneath the stairwell in a house that was meant to be your home. There's an argument clashing uh, with the otherwise sterile ambience. In this hiding place, you get to look like the real you, but beyond it, you have to pretend to be someone else. The voices rise, you close your eyes, and try to imagine something beautiful to wash away the angry cacophony, and a soft tune begins to play in your head. Hi. I'm Caleb, and I am the voice of Thine, Freya's godfather. It's a beautiful tune, isn't it, young one? It's incomplete, of course, but I will tell you what it means all the same. You hear how it rises, how it fills the senses like a flittering dance of leaves in wind. That is the lyric of love. Our home was built upon such things, upon the love of our great leader and her Kalashdari man from beyond the walls. His name was Edril. Remember his name. Do you hear how it falls? That is the lyric of loss. She lost so much, young one. She watched as her love died. She sacrificed what life of hers remained to hide our home from those who held us responsible for a war we did not cause. And then her voice faded from the song. Her name was Alasaway. Remember her name. Now listen, young one, because only one instrument can play this tune. A pan flute held aloft in the winds of the orchestral sands. Find the end of the canyons and let the winds wind their way across the pipes. And then you will know why it is called the Song of One. So hear my song, Freya. My name is Thine. Remember my name. How good is that fucking voice? I that mean, voice. I mean, is that a professional oh, voice actor? It was just 
yet another wonderful listener who uh, contacted us and, and offered their services. Because I'm not going to say offered to help. Let's just call that what that is. That's offering your services when you sound like that. Wow. Uh, so, is, yes. is that a professional voice actor? I think if not, why not? If not, uh, is <laughs> yeah. this your big break? This is how you do because, it. Because, oh my gosh. I mean, if you want to contact Caleb, uh, go ahead, send us a message and we'll put you through. <laughs> that was your. That was the voice of your godfather, yep. Thine. Uh, you remember him from before. He was uh, in one of your memories teaching you how to mm-hmm. do feather fall. Yes. Uh, cool. Right now, though, uh, the the unnamed, I don't know, I don't even think I've given her a name yet. Minty Bitch is clearly mm. in the lift. You smell the waft through the burning room. I like her name would be like Missy or something. Yeah, Missy Minty Bitch. Uh, the smell of perfume hits you even though there's a room full of fire that overwhelms the smell of the fire burning from the flamethrower from before. And uh, she does hold in her hand... The flute. A flute. You can see it woven together with pieces of twine. Oh, and that's what was in the drawer. Ah, uh, good hinting there, Corey. Yeah, well... Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's two... Nine lives, assassins, and Minty Bitch. And she's clicking the closed door. She is bashing the other button, but the two assassins have stepped through straight away. So they're out of the lift. They're out, they're coming. Let's let's flip over them and get in the lift. Fucking, we are running. Uh, It is Morrigan's turn, I I am sorry. What would Morrigan like to do? Um, I would like to ask, like telepathically, uh, Freya, whether or not she'd like to go after her or whether or not she'd like to try and force it into here and we have to fight. Four people. What do you want to do here? I feel like this is your fight. You've got so many people that are personally attacking you. I feel like I just need to get through and get into the elevator with her. Okay, cool. Well, then I am going to use Misty Step to teleport into the elevator. Uh, yeah, you can You can get there. I'm also, I mean, might as well just attack her because why not distract her from what she's doing? Um, I'm going to use a cantrip to try and save some of my stuff. Oh, this is cool. It's a sword burst. So, like, it's a circle of spectral blades that shoot out from me. And they have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Of? um, Of 15. (laughs) She rolled 13 plus 3. So, yes, she manages to (sighs) dodge out of the way very quickly. But she's now no longer pushing the, the button. She's already pressed the button, let's be honest. Yeah. I don't know if people know this, but the more you press the button does not increase the speed of the thing you're waiting for. Like, you know, when you see people at the lights and just bashing the button. Yeah, I am that person that bashes the button. Yeah, I figured. I was just wondering if it was was like, now free to have the other button be pressed. (laughs) Possibly. Hands, the robot's turn comes and goes in a series of whirs and scrapes, but not much else. Uh, Yes, so we're back to Freya. Let me just check to see whether or not the other two go before you. They do not. (laughs) smile on your face right now. You're like, Missy's going down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just running straight for the elevator. All right, you do have to get past two things that can attack you because they will get opportunity attacks as you try to go f- flying past them and they are here to kill you, so they're going to take them. Still looking like, how do they know I'm Freya? Who? Anyone, because I look like that old lady. You do. So do they know I'm Freya or not? But the two assassins, and these are the two you've met. Yep. They don't care. They just think you're with the intruders. But Hands knows the sword. Yeah. And Minty recognises your smell. Wait, how do I? What do I smell like? Vanilla. Yeah, let's get something nice. <laughs> All right. The assassins, though, they're just going to swing at you as you pass by. Uh, let's see what happens. Ooh. Uh, one of them has crit you, and the other one has oh, rolled a 13, so that won't be enough. It's crit 20. Uh, crit is a 20, yeah. That's our first 20, and about time that I got to roll one, because I've heard how good they are from you people. Uh, but they are the ones who seem to be getting them the whole time. 
So that does a total of 15 points of damage. Uh, I'm on 19 now for the listeners. You're doing much uh, better. But you are. You are past them and trying to get into the lift. I mean, right in the entrance of the lift. I'm not saying you're in there yet, but uh, right at the entrance of the lift. Karin, you are next. I think I'm still raging, aren't I? Yes. Yep. So I'm going to try and get to lift two, but I'm just going to be swinging my axe like mm. in <laughs> figure eights. No, not figure eights. Infinity symbols, you know, that that, that yeah. shape. Also yep. a figure eight. Is that a figure eight? Yeah. yeah it's a figure eight. It's a yeah, side it's on the sideways. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm raging, so oh. I'm just doing that to get through them. I want to hit them, clearly, but... You're going to hit at least... You're going to have to attack one of them. Uh, it doesn't really matter which one first. Neither of them have been hit. All right, the one to the right. All right, give me an attack roll. <laughs> With advantage. With advantage, yes. Because I know the rules of this game. 18 is my advantage, plus my six with my axe, yeah? Yep. What was your number again? 20. No. Idiot. It's 18 Four. plus six. 20. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was adding the two. I'm sorry for calling you an idiot. <laughs> it's fine. That, that was Corinne speaking it comes and not the territory me. <laughs> of being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it does hit, of course, yes. Okay, I rolled a... Four. Four, and then I had to add three, so that's seven plus my two, so that's nine. For raging. Okay, thank you very much. And you're running to try and get past them at the same time? Yeah, I'm going to get in the elevator. Because Freya's already gone flying past and caused these two to attack, you have seen sort of a gap, and you can run past them as well uh, without getting any more damage, and you are also <laughs> trying to get into the lift. It's starting to look like, you know, when you're going through a, a narrow gap and two people try to go into at the same yeah. time, and, no, you go first, no, you go first. It's yeah. a bit like that. <laughs> I feel like you just push Freya in ahead of you and then jump in. Uh, the two yeah. assassins are up next and they turn around, the two people who just went flying past them, and try to pull you back uh, and try to grab you and pull you back. So they will do strength checks against uh, both of you, one against Freya and one against Karin. Karin, you are, of course, at advantage for strength checks because you're raging. Freya, what did you get? An 11, but my strength is minus one, so that makes 10. Which is not very cool. Actually, you can use your dexterity. Oh, I'm going to use my dexterity, which is plus seven. So 11 plus seven is 18. Karin, what did you get? 14 plus three, so 17. Wow, that's quite surprising. I rolled an eight, which takes one of them to 11. And I rolled a 19, which plus three is 22, which is enough to beat Karin. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Freya, you dodge out of the way of one of the assassins very quickly because of your smooth move, but Karin, surprisingly, is grappled and pulled back out of the lift. Not a long way out of the lift, right at the entrance still, but not, not in, inside the room uh, at all. Uh, and the assassin's trying to wrestle you to the ground. Morrigan, you are up. I don't want to be... I don't, what do I do? What do I... That's how this game works. Yeah, I, I get that <laughs> bit. Okay, so just... So I've got... Me, Freya, who's just entered the lift, and Miss Minty Bitch are yep. in the elevator. The door is still closing. Uh, it hasn't even started closing yet. This is one of those typical situations when you start pressing that button and it is, you know. We're standing there awkwardly waiting. Yep. Just Minty Bitch <laughs> The doors haven't started yet. Remember, this is a six second round, so I would say by the end of this round, that door's going to be closing. Okay. Do I. Some of you are going to be in there, some of you might not be in there. Do I want to push the door open button? <laughs> to override the door close button or was that too much time to be all kind of grappling in this thing? That's too much time, isn't it? Okay. Um, <laughs> do whatever you like. Okay. I was just looking up fifth edition rules for how elevator buttons work. Yep, cool. It's so complex. Complex. my choices here are try to help Karin or attack Minty Bitch. I'm still raging, so I should be fine. Okay, so attack Minty? Yeah. I don't fucking know. 
<laughs> I don't freaking know what I want to do. All right, let's. I haven't used this in a while. Let's let's do this. Chill touch. It's a oh. cantrip. So mm-hmm. I create a ghostly hand and attack a creature within range, which she is. I have to roll uh, plus seven, um, and because I'm fifth level, I get to roll two d eight of necrotic damage. Um, but I do have to roll, so there is there is a downside here. <laughs> we know that Lana hates rolling for her turns. <laughs> I really do. The whole purpose of D and D is like oh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> It'd be a great game if it didn't involve dice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what your chill touch does. Okay, it's a eighteen. That's going to hit. Plus seven. Yes. It's going to hit. All right, give me some damage. Okay, so I get to roll two d eights. A one and an eight. Uh, so a total of nine damage. Okay, so a spectral hand of some sort of ghastly-looking thing wraps around her throat and starts to hurt her, and she says, if I wanted to be choked, I'd have asked you out for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> she would really get uh, on with Vinny. She's sassy. Oh, my God, we should set them up. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> all she needs is love. Maybe that's the quest. <laughs> hey, be careful. Vinny's not far away. So Hans now rises up and uh, uses another attachment. Uh, this one shoots a web, a net, across the room. But before he does that, um, Hans is just so versatile. Uh, so as a bonus action, he's going to put out the fire that he started. Just a little jet of air comes out and <laughs> puts out the fire. And now we only have the light from the lift again. But that doesn't matter so much uh, until the lift door closes if you're still in here. Um, and the net comes out and shoots across the room and he's going to shoot that at uh, Karin. Oh, crap. Karin, that gem. You, are, oh, yeah. you are currently being held. So he's shooting at both of them. He does not care about the other girl who's grabbing you. So give me a dex check uh, to see whether you can dodge this net that comes flying out. 18. Plus, do I need it though? No, not really. Okay, then who cares? So the net goes flying over you and uh, hits nobody, which is quite surprising, really, because there's all of you people standing right next to each other. <laughs> uh, the net goes flying past and doesn't hit anybody. Uh, and now he just starts running towards you guys in a charge. And this is only going to get him close. He can't attack. He's already done his net, but he's just trying to get in close to everybody. So he will be right on top of you at the start of the he next turn. He just wants turn. to be part of the party. This, this surely can't be a fight that's just everybody in the lift. <laughs> oh, God. No, I... I kind of want that to happen. All of that to like, we're, all kind of we're reaching capacity at this lift. Well, it has a little sign next to it that says capacity. Where's uh, Alan? 800 kilos. Yeah. Alan's been here all along. He's hiding. So he's not coming in the lift for this? I don't know yet. You're, we can't not, leave you're not all in the lift. That's a rule. We can't leave him. I know, but you're not all in the lift and you haven't asked Alan to get in. Can't leave him alive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> leave no man alive. I feel like that. <laughs> uh, so that takes his turn and takes us to Minty. Minty has a look around and sees what's happening here and isn't too keen on it. She just hops out. <laughs> but she can. She missed his steps. Are you kidding? No. We just got in the lift. Oh. And you don't see where she reappears. You know that it can't be too far away. She has to be able step. to see it. She has to be able to see it. Yeah. She can't go too far away. She's hiding behind Alan. <laughs> as, you, as you're all charging towards her, she disappears from the lift, reappears somewhere else. Freya, what would you like to do? So inconvenient. <laughs> it is really inconvenient. Is the door shutting? Because the doors were shutting when... Yes, they're beginning to close. But like any lift, you could put your hand in front of them and they'll go back out. That's true. But they will close. Oh, do I just want all these problems to go away? <laughs> <laughs> you just sit you down. You know what? I've had it. I've got a choice here. <laughs> we all just lie down and be like, stop it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So it's just you and the lift, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. Are you in? I'm in the lift. I missed no. you step behind her. Oh, you did too. 
So there's two of you in the lift. I'll do the right thing and put the hand in. <laughs> Hold. Um, the door, yeah, the door opens again. There's now four people in that room to fight. Okay, I'm going to shape change into Minty Bitch. <gasps> okay. That is good. It's going to be But you're going to telepath to us. Yeah, I'm going to. Can she <laughs> read our telepaths? You don't know. It seems no, unlikely you have tattoos. changed them a lot. If she knew which one you changed to, but it does seem very unlikely. Cool. All right, I'm going to shape change into her. Wow. Is that one move done? Uh, shape changing is an action, so you still have a move if you want. Oh, cool. I'm going to say to the Nine Lives Guild, get back in the elevator. Oh. Freak, that is working smarter, not harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roll for me a deception check with advantage. <laughs> oh, I threw that in there, didn't I? Yeah, the thing is at this stage, I'm going to give you advantage on this, but cool. you're just hoping that neither of them were looking in your direction as you changed. As I changed. That would probably give it away. I got 13 and 10 plus 9. So we'll take the 13, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you, that, can, take the nine, you can take the 10 if you want, because you're still going to be doing well enough to actually confuse them both. <laughs> the two of them look confused for a second and kind of look at each other and step towards the lift. Oh, that's right, they do. <laughs> ha ha. Dumbasses. Dumb idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what's our plan here? I don't know. We're going to let the lift go, because then there's two problems gone. I'm <laughs> and I'm going to, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to telepathically say, Morrigan, the fuck out of the lift. <laughs> okay. Missy step out there. So I guess I know what's going on. I, I have another Missy step, but that'll be my last second level spell. Uh, yeah, well, okay, look, you're either here group. with us or you're going up in that lift. <laughs> so what are, what are you saving it for? <laughs> like, are you walking out of the lift? Yeah, I'll walk out. So you told you. them to get, you basically pass each other. Yeah. They're very confused right now. And they're also watching as well, Morgan prepares yet. to leave. Like, and why as would I you... leave, I'm going to press the close button and then they'll get in the doors will close. All right. <sighs> Bye. It's quite possible at this stage, the two Nine Lives skills think you might be the real Morgan. True. Yeah. Because why else would somebody just tell you to get in the lift with them? who was seconds ago your enemy. So yeah. it's quite possible they're confused by that. At this moment, Alan decides to join the fray. Oh. Alan! Coming to the rescue! Yes, you are, sweet baby uh, angel. And he charges towards the two Nine Lives Guild assassins. Oh, no. Oh, now, Alan. Alan has many hands, as we've already discussed. Five. He has five. So he can grab them both. And he's going to try and do that. So he's going to try and grapple both end, of them. To what end, Alan? What is your plan here, man? I'm Where's... helping. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let him go. <laughs> Not if he's pulling them out of the lift that you just try to get them into. <laughs> well, I thought they did quit pretty well, but um, they both ro rolled 12s. Alan, however, rolled a, a crit. Oh, oh God! I'm on fire today, and he rolled a 13. So he has grabbed both of them and is pulling them back away from the lift. Yeah, of course he is. Go for it, ladies! Are you kidding, Alan? Uh, that was such a good plan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alan! Alan. Oh, I hate him. You meant my plan, didn't you? No. Go for it, you're free. <laughs> okay, so him. he chucked them out of the lift. I did. Alan. Can, can you push them all back in, including Alan? Bye. <laughs> 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 Alan's, Alan's hands, as we know, Alan's is handsy, but he's grabbing on his people. He's got a spare hand. He's got two mm. hands grabbing each person in his spare hand, but his hands are grabbing all over him. You notice his hands grabbing all over their masks are quite a bit, smearing them around. He's really struggling to hold them, but he can do it for a little bit longer. Maybe just say, let go, Alan. Well, I don't know. Why don't we just get in the lift and go? I've, got the, I've swallowed the gem. Let's. Cut our losses. Oh, yeah, true. Let's go. So we weren't trying to get the flute thing from... Oh, crap, the flute. Oh, the flute. God, there's too much going on. Okay. We don't have to. Like, we can... Okay. Who's holding the flute? Uh, Minty Bitch, who has disappeared Minty. somewhere in the room. 
How big is this room, by the way? Uh, it's, it is a large room with a king-size bed in it that you noticed before, but there's uh, quite a bit of space. All right, so just to get me clear, uh, Minty Bitch's Missy stepped somewhere. We don't know where she is. That's correct. Alan has just spoiled our plans by chucking the people out of the elevator. Morrigan is actually in the elevator. Yeah. I think that's a bit harsh on Alan, to be honest, I think. Freya. <laughs> Very helpful. Has, where's Freya? She's outside the elevator. Yeah, and I look like... Minty. Minty. And looking like Minty. Sausage guy is somewhere. Or he's come towards us. He's charged towards you. He's charged right there with you. Charged towards us. All right. <laughs> Crap. And that, ladies, is where we end our episode. Don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's just a sudden ending. It happens all the time. So maybe there's danger or just a clever line. But don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. Right?